Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we're going to have another good boardroom chat. Oh, I can't wait. I am excited about what God is doing, what yeah. he's done, and what he's going to do. Yeah, it's a blessing to live for the Lord oh, and to know it, him. Just yeah. think about that. I'm so glad I'm not confused. <laughs> like a lot of Christian people are. They're just so confused and you know, wiped out. You know, people say, you never did fear the COVID. Why, why? Why would I fear the COVID when Jesus took my infirmity, That's bore right. my sickness, and by his stripes I'm healed? That's right. That's just that simple. What about the people that died? Well, what about them? I mean, my God, if they saved, they went to heaven. Yeah, Jesus I, wasn't know, concerned about... I wouldn't explain about... that statement. I don't want people to think I'm hard. Yeah, they went to heaven. That doesn't mean you want them to stay here. That's not the issue. I'll just say this much, my God. We're going to find out everything when we get there, but we can find out a lot while we are here. That's right. And that's, that's God's right. word. That's Go ahead. I didn't mean no, to cut I'll you just, off. We don't need to let fear dominate no. us. Jesus encountered a lot of things while he was here. He led by example, and he embraced the man that had leprosy. Yeah. And he healed him. Because Hallelujah. the power of God is what was always present when he was, because why? He was preaching the word of God. Yeah, the word of he God. was the word of God in the flesh and everywhere that he went, he put a stop to the, to the, the tactics of the devil to kill, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What a blessing of the Lord that is. Now, I want to talk today about this God we serve. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord to know that you can come boldly to the throne of grace with a petition and a supplication. With thanksgiving, there was a great prophet in the Bible, Kathy, named Isaiah. Yeah. I like what he said, in the year King Uzziah died, yeah. I saw the Lord sitting on the throne and high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Yeah. Now, when I got to thinking about that, I began to realize that you could not walk into the holies of holies. That was a prophetic utterance that God's glory would come out from the holies of holies because yeah. the train filling the temple that we could all be a part of this great glorious God. Yeah, See? you know, I studied that once and I remember teaching on it how Isaiah at that point had only known one king while he was there and that king had passed away. Right. And then God gave him a vision of a filled, the throne was empty. Right. The throne of the government was empty, but God showed him a vision of a filled throne because really no matter who's in authority here on the earth we have to realize that God is the ultimate authority so Hallelujah. our eyes need to be fixed on heaven and what God is saying because even when someone the wrong person's in authority God can change the mind of a king he can turn situations around if we will just believe and nothing in the word of God is obsolete that is so good you understand I it's not it. obsolete I want to go to a chapter Isaiah 55. I want to talk about this today. Mm -hmm. Isaiah chapter 55. I'm not reading in the King James, and you can read it. I have the Amplified, the Amplified here, that I have other and translations. You'll probably read a bunch my, of other stuff. If you want me to. Isaiah chapter 55, verse, I want to start with verse 6. It says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Look at verse 7. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Now, that's an amazing statement. I want to get to mm. verse 8 and 9. For my thoughts oh, are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I want to talk about that today. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying is when God gave us his life, Christ in us, the hope of glory. When Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, receive you the Holy Spirit. Let's take it back to the old covenant. When God breathed into the nostrils of Adam, mm. he gave himself to mankind. In other words, man's spirit was exactly like God's spirit until sin came in. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And I want, I want, the Lord gave me a thought and I wrote it down while coming over here. We must rise from the level of the human being to the height of the divine. Oh, I love that. Right in the middle of all this sin, you can rise to the level of the divine because you see, his thoughts are not your thoughts, but your thoughts can become his thoughts when you receive his thoughts as revelation inside your innermost being. I love that. You see That's what I'm so saying? Good. You, 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 I, the Lord was dealing with me as I was walking over, uh, actually sitting at my desk. He said, rise up to that level of divine. Rise up to where I am. That's why he could say such a word that used to scare me. Don't do it anymore. When he used to say, command me, Jesse. Oh, Lord, I can't command God. You don't snap your fingers at God. I'm not talking about snapping your fingers at God because you're going to lose your snapper if you do. But what, ha what he says, when it's concerning his word, you can demand and command. Mm. You see, I demand the word of God to work and I command the word of God to work. Why? That's getting on the level of the divine. In other words, coming out of just being a human and becoming what God said we were, yeah. just like he is. As he is, so are we in this world. Am I preaching good? I love it. It's Go ahead, great. Say, what's up? No, I that? love that. I was just thinking that, you know, we it's that's beautiful that God wants us to have that. In that divine that, That's available to us. Oh, it's, in fact, the it's, Bible in the New Testament talks about how we have the mind of Christ. Ooh, that's big. If you want to think about what that all means, because we need to be looking at things from God's perspective. And it takes some training. Like you have often said, we Jesus, when he was on the earth, he had to learn to be human. Right. And as, we have to learn Christ, to be spirit. as human beings, we need to learn to be spirit. You see, when you understand that you can, quote, command, demand and command God's word, now, let me show you something. God said, I will abundantly pardon. Man has a hard time pardoning people. Mm. You see, because that's the human way. Right. When you walk up, when you let you allow yourself to come up to the divine way, mm -hmm. you see, the God's way of thinking, his thoughts becoming your thoughts. Yeah. So no one with sickness tries to attach itself to my body. Watch this, I was talking earlier. I, I go into the thoughts of God. Right. He took my infirmity. He good. bore my sickness. Yes. By Jesus' stripes, I am here. I'm not concerned about how I feel. I don't deny how I feel. Mm -hmm. I deny it's right because now my thoughts are his stuff. 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes, I am healed. That's right. And when you understand that, that is that's called demand and command. Wow. And that's what I mean by that. Let me say it again. We must rise from the level of the human being to the right of the divine. So when you understand that. To the right to the, to the height, height of the divine. Okay. I, I didn't mean to say right. To the height. In other words, you come boldly to the throne of grace. There's no limit, really. None. You can walk right in there, sit there. We're the only species. Listen to me. The only species God ever created that can sit down in his presence. Mm. Now, if that's not divine, I don't know what is. In other words, Michael the archangel, Gabriel the archangel, the seraphims, the cherubim, they got to stand there. Man, that attention. But me and you, because he made us family made us in his image, and that's in Genesis, and his likeness, mm -hmm. we could come and sit down. Jody, my daughter, does not have to make an appointment to see me in my office mm -hmm. or have to make an appointment to come to my house. She walk in that house. She got, she, a, she got a key to my house. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I got a key to the throne of God. Amen. I can come boldly to the throne of God with a petition and a supplication with thanksgiving. Now, some people say, who do you think you are? Everything. I'm, 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 I'm going to qualify that. Everything God said, I think like God, talk like God, smell like God, and be like God. And that pleases That's God. not arrogance. No, it's not. That's very pleasing to him. Yeah. I think one of the best 
compliments I ever give is somebody says something, boy, Jody does a lot of things like you do. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel pretty good, sure you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that, you know, she's made in my image. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's very liberating to me to, to know that I can go to God anytime, any mo no matter what I'm going through, and, and he, I immediately have his attention. I had someone tell me that day, you know, Brother Jay, you got a lot of mercy, and I could tell they didn't like it. Well, you know why? Verse, uh, verse 7, for he will abundantly pardon. Mm. Well... Why can't I abundantly pardon? Why can't I forgive like God forgives? Well, you know? he wants you to. Oh, yeah. Yes, and you have that ability to do it. He said, well, you got too much mercy. People love. I heard a man tell me one of them. He said, boy, I tell you what, I can't wait till I see one of them Ananias and Sapphira thing. Well, God just killed somebody in, in the temple. I'm not, gonna, I'm not looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for someone to repent and say, God, forgive me. Mm -hmm. And my Lord, so they can be abundantly Yes. Or in other words, he doubles it. He just keeps doing it. Man has a hard time doing it. I want to show a few things that I wrote down. God can forgive. Mankind truly has a hard time with that. You see, God forgives and, and I mean, forgets and go. Man has a hard time with that. God can restore. We talk about restoration, but we don't do much of it. Watch this. God absolutely keeps his word. Man promises to, but is slow to perform it. You see what I'm saying? When I realize that God absolutely keeps his word, you can't separate it from his word. I, these one of my, this is a very old Bible of mine. I keep it. I got a bunch of old ones. I like to keep my Bibles that I wear out. If you look at this thing, it's all, I mean, it's, it's, it's stained and everything. And I put in my first Bible when I first started preaching, I said, Lord, I want my word to be like your word. Mm -hmm. That when I give my word, mm -hmm. I do what I say. Mm -hmm. Because when he gave his word, he's absolute on his word. You can't separate it from his right, word. Right, right. I remember when I, when I first bought that first uh, airplane that we had many years ago in 1994, I was talking to the owner of that, and I said, well, let me give you a deposit. Because it was in another country, the country of Canada. Mm -hmm. Make a long story short, and that elderly gentleman said, is your word your bond? And I looked at him, and I went, yes, it is. He said, shake my hand. Shake my hand, Kat. He shook my hand. He said, that's the covenant. That's the agreement I want. I don't like lawyers and contracts. In my day, when a man shook your hand and looked you in the eye and said, I give you my word, and you broke that, people wouldn't do business with that person right. no more. Your word had well, to Well, you know mean what? Something. God shook my hand, looked me straight in the eye, and he said, Jesse, is your word your word? I said, my word is my word. I said, God is, God is your word your word? He said, my word is my word. His word became absolute. God's word is absolute. My word became absolute. When I tell you something, I'm going to do what I say. Why? Because God's word is true. Because be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. I remember you used to say a lot, and I don't know where you got it from, but it was, was so, meant so much to me when I would hear that, that if God, God's word can be relied upon, and you would say if he would break his word, he would cease to be cease God. Cease to be God. Yeah, well, I, the Lord, covenant. He told me that in one of my conversations. He said, if I cease, if, uh, I, if I break my word to you, Jesse, I will cease to be God. I will turn it all over. Yeah, in uh, fact, that's what we, the scripture we put on our church mm -hmm. st under the steeple Psalm there under the cross. 34. What is it? My what? covenant will I not break, nor no, alter. alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. And you so know, his I'm, word meant something. And you know, I don't know if you were planning on going farther in that go ahead. chapter. Go ahead. But later in that, uh, verse 10 goes on to say, as the rain and snow, this is the NLT. The rain and snow come down the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the former and bread for the hung hungry. It is the same way with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish 
all I wanted to do, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So God's word, in fact, the, the King James, you're really probably more familiar with it, says, so shall my word be that goeth out forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereinto mm -hmm. I sent it. Now, I want to explain that for a minute. I've had some people say, well, my God, the word of God did return void to me, you know. I said, you know, he didn't get what they would believe. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. Let me show you how God's word works. Now, and you see, when God said, my word shall not return to me void. Right. But when he sends it, it comes to pass. Right. Now, watch this. Uh, maybe you, your children, you know, it's time for them to go to bed because they got to go to school. Mm -hmm. So you tell them, now, y'all go up, if you got to upstairs, I'll go upstairs and go to bed. Uh -huh. So you got to go to school. They go, yes, mama, yes, daddy. Or maybe they're outside playing. You see them on top of something that could hurt themselves. They say, now, don't do that. Okay, mama. Okay, I, I won't do it no more. And, man, you walk away from the window. You come back, I don't know, three minutes late, and they're doing exactly the same thing. Did the child lie to you? No. Well, you know, were them just bad kids? No, you don't have bad kids. What happened were they didn't believe your word the way you do. Mm -hmm. And the reason why the word of God sometimes returns void to us is we don't believe his word the way he does. Well, the words Just like your child started doing exactly the same thing you told him not to do, they don't believe your word the way you believe it, see? Yeah. And that's why things ha that don't happen the way they should yeah, or, or happen the way Or you didn't believe it the way you spoke it because you, you knew what you said, but you really didn't mean what you said because you remember they would say, if you don't go to sleep right now, I'm coming up there. Uh, I'm coming and up then, there. You say it three times. I mean, you didn't mean it the first time you said it. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. But God says, so shall the word that comes out of my mouth. That was God's words out of his mouth. They will not return void. And so our assignment here on the earth is to agree with what God has said and say what God says. In fact, that's what Jesus did when he was on the earth. We often say it. I, Jesus said, I only do what my father says to do, and I only say what my father ah, says. That's, that's right. why he say, says to say. That's why he was so successful everywhere that he went. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of a, a thing one time my mother, I must have been messing up in church or something like that. I didn't think I was, you know. A lot of kids, they don't think their dad is loud, you know. And, and Mama just leaned on and said, boy, when I get you home, I'm going to give you a... They didn't, we didn't have spankers. We had whoopers, <laughs> you know, with a switch. Whoo, Jesus, a switch will make you speak in tongues because <laughs> you could hear it coming before it hit. <laughs> you know, now watch this. She was going to... I mean, and I deserved, I guess you could say, a whooping. She forgot. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. That was Sunday night. So, now watch this. My mom was a woman of her word. She remembered it on Thursday. She said, oh, Jesse, I forgot to say I was going to give you a whoop. And I said, that's all right, mama. Don't worry about it. She said, oh, no, I don't want to go to hell. She said, my word is my bond to come here. You know, I thought, oh, God. I thought I had surpassed the thing or got beyond it. But she would not break her word. Mm -hmm. Now, what was so wonderful about it, she kind of forgot, I guess, how bad I was. So I didn't get it as bad as I should have got it. severe. <laughs> which was a blessing of the Lord. She used to say something I just totally disagreed with. She said, boy, this is going to hurt me more than this is going to hurt you. I said, well, let's change places, mama. Why don't you get out on this? <laughs> boy, then she really beat me up bad. You, know, you must have got a lot of whippings. Oh, I, I think I, they went too far on that. I think sometimes they so. did. That's true, you know. And uh, But, you know, going back to that part, she, she wouldn't pardon me very much. They always remembered. But what I love about God is that he abundantly pardons. Yeah. Now that, why? Because his thoughts are not our thoughts. So when somebody does me wrong, I'm very careful about trying to hurt them. Now, if they repent, I forgive them. You, ha you have to repent. Now, some people say you don't have to repent today. I, you know, I, I, I totally agree disagree with that. With that. My repent and repenting means a lot to God and should mean a lot to you. I know we saved by grace, 
But you see, you got to sanctify yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I say, Lord, forgive me for my sin, iniquity, or trespass. I'm not talking about, I know I'm going to heaven. That's not the issue. But be ye holy for I am holy. So I sanctify myself. Right. To keep myself clean before an almighty God. I got to do that. Right. You see, right. I have to put that down. You know, that's lot, what I'm talking about. That's Go good. A lot of people don't understand the difference between being sorry and repentance. Right. Uh, gospel, you know, godly repentance. You can have sorrow, but not and not decide you're going to change your ways. Because oh, a lot of people want to get sorry they got caught, or maybe sorry they actually did it. But you have to go to a different level of repentance, which means turn around, change your way of thinking and acting and doing things, and do things God's way. Well, the reason why, Kathy, we don't think like God, because of self-love and self-interest. Hmm. That's just exactly the truth. Self-love, you always want to put ourselves ahead of what God says. And it's a lot of now, you know, survival instincts kick used to, in, right? You get so mad at me sometimes. We'd go on vacation sometimes with some people or something like that. And we, we, would, we would might have the, the big suite. And they really liked it. So I said, uh, or we would rent a condo and it would be, usually it was a three-bedroom condo or and something And there was like always, that. the one bedroom was the, the bigger the, bedroom. The master suite, I guess, in the condo. And we had it because I paid for it. That's not the issue. Mm -hmm. And I would say, people, boy, they really like it. I said, well, you can have it. You'd look at me like, oh. I said, I'll go sit, in the, we'll go sleep in the back back there and all that kind of stuff. And finally, Kat said, can we have it one time? <laughs> just, well, he wasn't trying to be mean. Enough. Just can we have it one time? And I thought, well, you know, yeah, I was trying to be such a blessing to people that I forgot to be a blessing to you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes you're a slow catching on. I'm a slow catching on, see? You know? <laughs> but I wanted to be kind, too, but I, I, you know, it would have been better if they'd have said, no, we had it last year, it's your turn. But that never happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll take it, see? Well, me, I mean, I'm just glad I went. You know, I'm not bragging on myself. I sleep on the floor. It doesn't make a lick of difference to me. See, I just made up my, my, my mind. But you that, weren't by yourself. But I wasn't by myself. That's, <laughs> that's the difference, you know? So well, that's why I said, he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Well... I want my thoughts to be his thoughts. Yeah. And I do that daily through my conversations and devotions with the Lord Jesus Christ. But, and I refuse to have self-love and self-interest. Not my will, but thine be done. That's what Jesus said. Right. See, now people say, well, you're such a blessed man. Well, that's not my fault. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what I do is I remember God every day and everything he's ever done for me. And I, I, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Right. You see, you got to understand something. Satan is trying to get you to pick, take the things out of the Bible that are protecting you. Right. And you'd be surprised how many people, they say, well, that's in the old covenant. Well, the Bible is a, the, is a book of two covenants. Right. Well, I, I don't like it when people get real mad about the law. Do you know who created the law? God. It was perfect. The right. reason why Paul said there's no good thing in the law because it showed you that you could not, as a natural man, keep the law. In other words, that you needed a Savior, Jesus Christ, to come and die for you. Right. But God didn't throw away the law. You know, no. he didn't throw it away. He still has the law because that's his word. See, his word is absolute. And Jesus it never quoted, changes. quoted from it. He you didn't better discount it. it or say, this is not going to happen anymore. We don't need it. He yeah. used it as a reference point right. because God's word is, is forever. Forever. Like, okay, for example, like some, some people say, well, I don't think I ought to be tithing today. Well, you know, you can get into every kind of situation you can think of. Let me just say this. I tithe, and let me tell you why. It's not so... Because uh, it's under the law and not under the law. And all. I like the verse, Malachi 3.10. I like Malachi 3.11. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. I like that. That's How come good. we can accept that one in the new covenant, but we can't accept verse 10 in the new covenant? Yeah. You see what good. I'm trying to say? You see, I, I, I do that. I, I'm not looking for a way not to give to God. Right. Okay. 
The word rapture is not in the Bible. We call it a catching away. Uh -huh. But I know some people say, I don't believe in a rapture. Well, then stay here. Well, Jesse, do you believe in the Bible? I believe in the Bible. Well, you know, the word Bible is not in the Bible. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> but right. I believe in the Bible. Yeah. So I believe in the rapture as well. Yeah. And see, even though the word rapture may not be there, and, you know, people say, well, you're giving people a false hope. No, no. I've given them a faith hope. Mm -hmm. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The right. evidence of things not seen. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not looking to stop doing something you know, for God. I'm looking to do more for God right. in every area of my life, spiritually, physically, and financially. You see what I'm saying? And uh, there's some people that they wouldn't give their sinner to save their life. I would. I've given the sinners many times. This want to be a blessing because maybe that's the light that God will use for them to see Christ in us. Right. The hope of glory. Well, I don't think when Jesus fed the multitudes, he had like a little questionnaire right there. Of, <laughs> yeah. You know, are you Jewish? Or are you, you know, yeah. do you believe in me? Well, then you can sit. Oh, have eat. you given last week? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, though, Kathy? I'm going to tell you something about that. Jesus, uh, you know, Jesus fed the 5,000, 4,000, but he didn't do it no more. Jesus said something, and you know, a lot of people don't understand. People think, well, churches, and, and well, I'm going to make somebody mad when I say that churches, and, you know, and nonprofit corporations, they just got to feed you. And, yeah, and I believe in doing that. Don't misunderstand me. But Jesus said, I'm not doing that more because you follow me for the loaves. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't follow me for the teachings of Christ. You wouldn't follow me so you could be close to my father. You were just trying to get something to eat. So you yeah. notice he didn't do that no more. Well, they came to him at that point in John chapter 6 and said, uh, we want, show us how we can work the works of God, they told Jesus. And he told them, this is the work of God, that you believe on him whom God has sent. So they got it all mixed up. So he you tried to bring it. correction right there. So I made up my mind. I mean, I'm, I, this ministry blesses people, feeds, but does a lot of different things. But if I feel that somebody's taking advantage of it, I'm going to do like Jesus. You follow me for the loaves. A bunch of loafers. A bunch of loafers. <laughs> you got it. And I mean that sincerely, ladies and gentlemen. And when you understand that, I don't know why everybody's always trying to do that. Trying to do that. One man want to eat my lunch over grace. Can I put the grace message in one sentence? I'm going to simplify the grace message so simple that it would take you a theologian and he's going to try, he or she, to make you misunderstand it. This is the grace message. Are you ready? Can you handle this? <laughs> Quit trying to become what you already are. That's the whole grace message right there. By grace, so you say, quit trying to become what you already are. You are what you are because God made you that. So don't try to pick and choose this and that and everything and try to add some old great revelation on Paul's thing. Paul, you know, if that's the case, then um, let everybody just beat you to death. You know, God give you grace. Just let them just be, you know, the slaves. You know, you know what those white masters would do? They'd read the Bible, how you beat people, and then they pull would beat them. Pull it out of them. context. Well, wait a minute. Wait, yeah, totally out of context. Wait a minute. You, you say by grace. You know, you, God give you grace. No, that was wrong. And I want to tell you, and men died. We fought a war, a war to stop slavery. You would think we would not have to fight a war to stop Slavery. You know, when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, there was a slavery clause in it. Mm -hmm. And in South Carolina and North Carolina, they didn't, they didn't want to hear that because, and I understand why they were doing that, because they make money on the slaves. See, yeah, but there's some things that money should not be made on, you see. But the only way they could get that Declaration of Independence passed, passed was to do that. But see, just because they signed it, they had to go to war. We fought a war for the be free. We fought the Civil War 
to be totally free and slavery was destroyed. But watch this, what they call it, Juneteenth, June 19th, uh, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, where the man was free, but the, the slave didn't really see it till a couple of years later, two or three years later. See what I'm saying? What I, and that's my point. When you, when you understand, I mean, yes, I've got grace. We'll just let him beat you to death. No, Jesus didn't let him beat him to death. Now, when he's, done, when he's being persecuted for preaching, that's a whole nother ballgame. He didn't just let nobody come and slap him, try to push him off a cliff. He said, get out of my faith and just walked off. You see what I'm saying? So by grace, are you saved? Thank God. No one should ever be put in slavery or bondage to anything. We have been freed from that. Yeah, you don't earn your salvation. You accept it as a free gift. Yet, once you get born again, you should have a, a life change. That's what repentance means. You repent of your sins and you, go, you follow God's way. His well, word has been given to us yeah. so that we know how to walk well, and live. That's why I hate prejudice so much. I hate this color boundary and barrier. Why? Because it's slavery. It's making someone look down on someone because of the color of their skin or nationality or creed or whatever you want to call it. And when it's wrong, we have been free. God made man in his image and in his likeness. You understand? Well, let, let me say it again. We must uh, come from, go higher for, than the level of a human being and get on the level of the divine. See, walking in God's ways, God's truth, God's understanding That's in every good. area. So, Kathy, I want you to read verse 8 and 9, maybe in the Passion, or no, in, in another translation. Uh, do you have it in the Amplified, or did you read it already? I have it in the Amplified right here. I think... Uh, verse 8 and 9 is where I want to, uh, I really want to hold on that. 8 and 9. And then I, want, then I want to talk a little bit about this. Watch this. Well, let me read this while she's looking it up. I have it. Okay, you got it? Good. What you want, the Amplified first? Yes, 8 and 9. 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Okay, now, uh, you had another translation you said? Uh... You said, it's, oh, you said, it's this is the NLT here. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Okay, let me just say that God loves to bless. He loves to communicate life to you. He loves beauty. He loves joy. He's trying to give you life and that more abundantly. I say it all the time. That's why Jesus couldn't go to funerals because he messed them up. Right. He was not in the death. He called death an enemy. See, so let me just say this. When you understand, don't go back to the bondage. Stop thinking the thoughts that God wants you to think. So I made up my mind, spiritually, physically, and financially, and I'll take the persecution of the church in every way, shape, or form that I'm going to think like God and talk like God. I'm right. not going to flip-flop. Because what happened when you begin to flip-flop? Well, when do you hear the voice of God? Mm. First, this was okay, and you preached it for years, and now we've got to throw it away. Wait a minute. When do, you, when, when, when do I know that you're hearing the Word of God? Well, I got a greater revelation. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. See, you're just trying to add something else to it. And by trying to do this and do that, you open up ways for Satan to come back at you. Mm. You start walking back into, the, into, into bondage. I mean, you put the shackles on. I'm talking about spiritually, physically, and finally. No. Whom the son is set free is free indeed. Right, right. And you know, let me tell you something. I have been royally persecuted 
as a minister of the gospel because I believe in prosperity. And people think prosperity is only money. That is just simply not true. It's so wonderful to be healthy. Right. It's so wonderful, my God, to have peace in my life. I've been married to Kathy for 52 years. That doesn't mean we hadn't had arguments, but we ain't walked out the door. Both of us hadn't walked out the door. It's called a partnership. Mm -hmm. It's more than a partnership. That's it's a marriage. Cool. It's a death of two wills and the covenant of one. I've got that from John Hagee, and I love that. Yeah. A, a marriage is the death of two wills and the covenant of one. You come in as two people, <clears throat> but you come back out as one flesh, right. one person. So I will not align myself with, to open up a door for Satan to come at me. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? When Jesus set me free. Right. You know, I like the way uh, Michael the Archangel said it. The Lord rebuked thee. Mm -hmm. he, did, he wouldn't even get into a conversation with Satan. He didn't say this and that. He said, the Lord rebuked thee. You see, just simply. The, uh, he recognized where the authority came that's from. That's correct. Because he, he was sent. Yeah, he sent the message. The Lord and you don't change the message. You cannot. You are a messenger and the message does not change. Right. And a covenant person. You brought it out earlier. We have right on top of our church. and You've been here. You've seen it. Psalm 89, 34. I can see that verse from my, my office. My covenant will I not break. Mm-hmm. No, alter the thing that goes out of my lips. That's Psalms 89, verse 34. Now, I know God said that, but I have adopted that right. as if I said it. Oh, yeah. I say this, my covenant will I not break. That's now, I'm right. talking to you now. Okay. No, alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Right. In other words, I'm going to do what I say. Amen. I said it when I married you at Holy Rosary Catholic Church 52 years ago to that priest. Do you take this woman to be your love or whatever? Yeah. Uh, until death do you part. Yes. I haven't changed that. That's right. I will not change that. When I said, Lord, I give you my life. Forgive me. I will not change that. Amen. Why? Amen. That, see, that's thinking like God. Right. See, that's talking like God. My giving, whether it's tithe, over and above giving, I just enjoy being a blessing. And the reason for it, because the devil is rebuked for my sake. Hmm. See, so I realized, and, I'm, and let me tell you something, I'm, I'm not a dumb man. I am a student of the Bible, that this book is a book of two covenants, old and new. But I don't throw away nothing in, this, in the old covenant because I can learn from the mistakes they made and bring it over into the new covenant. And, the different thing, and, and, and you know, you just have to understand something. God gives us grace. He, he could have let Peter in jail. But he knocked the doors, and the angel knocked the doors off, and the locks and it opened. And, right. and watch this. You don't think Christianity can be crazy? Peter had an easier time getting out of jail than he did into the prayer meeting. <laughs> they were, and in the prayer meeting, there was a girl named Rhoda. <laughs> she was in, and she went to the door, and she said, Peter's there. They went, oh, shut up, man. We, have, we called a prayer meeting to get him out of jail. They wasn't <laughs> believing the thing they were praying. Right. They thought Rome had all the power. No, God has all the yeah. power. He does. Now, the difference between Peter of the Gospels, Peter of the Epistles, you've heard me say that. Peter of the Gospels run, cuss you, get scared, or messed up. Peter of the Epistles, you want to crucify me? Turn me upside down. It don't make no difference what you do, because mm -hmm. I am not changing anything. Mm -hmm. I believe God. Amen. Isn't that good? That. So good. my point is this. God loves to bless. Yes, he does. God loves to communicate life. God loves to love. God loves beauty. God loves joy. So I like to bring joy. Right. I like to bring beauty. I like to bring life. Just doing what he says. Right. You see, to me that is so, and that's why I said, and I'm glad he got Isaiah to say it. Wrote it, you know. Yeah. In the, in the year King Uzziah died. 
Think about that. I saw six. the Lord sitting on the high and lifted up. Now, I like that. And his train filled the temple. Now, in the old covenant, you couldn't walk in that holy, holy. you'd die if you did. Mm-hmm. But God was prophetically saying, I'm going to have my glory, not only just, not just stay in the holies of holy, right. but come out into the holy place, come out into the temple, come outside the temple. Yeah. And that was done through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ yes. when he died for us. You see, this word is prophetic in every mm-hmm. which way, shape, and form. So I made up my mind. You know, if you're mad at me because I'm blessed, I, I, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I, I, I don't milk people. I don't do anything. I, I mean, you've heard me say it on these boardroom chats. Uh, uh, that you want to give, give. But if you don't, don't. But still watch the chat. Mm-hmm. Still watch what we do. You know, we're not trying to get something from it. We're trying to get something to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I would not ask you to do something that I would not do myself. Mm-hmm. Do you see? what? Because that would be hypocritical. I remember my mother one time told me, she said, you got to be smaller than a hypocrite to hide behind one. Okay. You know, and I went, I thought oh. that was your Uncle Ray. Uncle Ray, that's what it was. Excuse me. Uncle Ray, Mama said I was a hypocrite. Because he would always witness to you. Yeah, and I would and say, And he would yeah, say, yeah. you need to come to the church. And you'd say, I don't want to go there. There's a lot of hypocrites at the that's church. That's right, Uncle Ray. That's and right. his answer to you was always, you he, have to be smaller, smaller than, than a, a hypocrite to hide, to hide, behind, to hide one. behind one. And He's that is simply the truth. Yeah. You know, so I made up my mind that I'm going to rise. Oh, that's going to make somebody mad. I'm going to rise from the level of human being and humanity and rise to the level of divine. That's I'm not calling myself God. I just want to live like him, be like him, do like him. I have, a, I have a staff here, and I've told them something. Everything I've ever told my staff, I have done. I have not broken my word to my staff in any way, shape, or form. I'm, I'm never, I, we had to, we've had to fire some people. I, I, I didn't hire them to fire them. You know, I never broke my covenant is what I'm saying. They did, right. They break covenant, and I'm not blaming them. You break up with them, then, then all of a sudden everything that was said is destroyed. It's like, well, how many treaties did we sign with the American Indian? And my God, man, break them. And I like what the great chiefs of the American, of the Indian nation said. You, have, you don't have any iron in your words. Hmm. Oh, I like that statement. That came from a, a major chief. There uh, of, of the uh, of the plain Indian, he said, "You people, we sign tree, but you don't have any iron. That way, there's no strength behind your words. Word has to mean something. Now, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you understand, I love to communicate <clears throat> life. Mm-hmm. I just want to be a blessing. I see my enemies. There's some people want to hurt me. If I see them in a restaurant, hey, can I buy you some dinner? I, I, I'm not trying to show off. And just want to walk on the level of divine. What is that to? abundantly pardon. That's good. To abundantly give mercy. Yeah. In other words, I'm your friend, I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and a friend stick it closer than a brother. I've got, oh, Marshall, I can hear the Holy Ghost. i got some mafia friends. Uh, they just freak some people out when I say that, but I do. Because the Bible said, you know, we've, you know, you know what? I think they believe in me more than some Christians. And they, was, they say this to me, I die with you. I die with you. You know why? They believe my word. Mm-hmm. I trust you. And I believe their word. You see what I'm saying? Well, why? Why are you? I'm letting my light shine. I say this all the time in my morning devotions. That I, I, I have a beautiful facility at Armstrong International Airport. The Lord gave me a beautiful hangar to place that plane in, keep it out of weather and all those kind of things. But my, my main prayer is, Lord, let me always be a light in a dark place. You know, and, and, you know, and people going crazy out there. Don't know, and I mean, I mean, they fought me ferociously. And everything I have out there, the fuel form. Oh my God, that, that, that is the greatest miracle of the plane, the uh, hangar, uh, the offices. They said I would never receive. And yet God in his grace and mercy 
we receive. But I didn't fight them. I didn't say anything. I didn't say, God, kill them all. Not like I, I abundantly pardoned them. That's right. That's right. Was it easy? No, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. But I'm teaching myself to be spirit mm-hmm. instead of just being human. Go ahead. You can cut me off. If no, you that's want. great. Are I love that. This? I'm enjoying a lot of it. Read, read a I've almost interrupted you a few times, well, but I could tell that you were on a roll, so I didn't want to go well, there. Well, no, I, I just gave it a roll. Well, word? I want to read this. Oh, well, while you were talking about going up to divine, what I thought about was in the book of Ephesians how we are seated with heaven in heavenly places with Christ. Mm-hmm. That's our destiny. We are predestined to conform to the image of Christ. People talk about predestination, talking about little simple things that you're supposed to do. No, we're predestined to conform to the image of Christ, to be like him, to realize that we're seated with him in heavenly places. And that's a place place of authority. That's a place of rule. And God has empowered his church, empowered every believer with that authority to rule on this earth and move up to that level of the divine. Walk with him. That's right. Well, I tell all ministers, once you preach them, and you know you heard the voice of God. People say, well, you, you're saying you can't miss it? No, I didn't say that. But I'm just saying this much. You will bring into question to people that hear you, what, uh, did you really hear God's voice? Because one day it's wrong and the next day it's right. And all this kind of things. That I, they, see, that was one of my biggest uh, quote, if I could say, <laughs> uh, fears. When God called me to preach, I said, I'm not qualified. Yes. I, I remember me saying that? I'm not qualified. You didn't said, want to lead anybody down no, the wrong No, because I direction. might say something wrong. Right. You see what I'm saying? But I want to tell you something. I've never retracted a book. I never retracted a tape. I never retracted an album. I never retracted a, a cassette because right. I said what the Lord said. Now, there's some things I said. I didn't like what I said. Right. But God told me to say it. Right. Bless those that curse you. No. I want to slap those that curse me. <laughs> Pray for those that despitefully use me. No, I want to make them an offer that don't refuse. I mean, there's some things in the Bible I wish I could tear out in the natural. But see, that would be human. I want to come up to the divine. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to come up boldly to the throne of grace and not be afraid. God, are you mad today? You, you don't want to kill me, huh? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I find more people fear God than love God. Because the churches preach fear so strong. And when he is a loving God, yes, there's a judgment side. But if you obey his word, you will never see that judgment side. It's like your children. If your children obey you, they will never see your judgment side. Mm -hmm. Just that simple. You see, so let me just say this. When you understand, quit trying to become what you already are. And here's something else Paul said. And I saw this in heaven. I had a conversation. He said, I light affliction but for a moment. And yet, in my conversation with him, he said, Jesse, they made, the church made it a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And he leaned over to me and he said, change it back to a moment. Mm-hmm. Ah, it wasn't changing his words. Yeah, they made a doctrine out of a, that one well, statement. They made a doctrine out of suffering. In the wrong direction. Made a doctrine out of suffering so bad. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus said, we suffer. Don't misunderstand. But I'm just saying what I'm saying. I mean, it got to a point where, well, you just let them beat you to death. No, no. There's a time you have to stand up and say, no. Mm-hmm. There's a time that sometimes, like Hitler... Better let Hitler do what he wanted. He'd have destroyed this planet. Right. He'd have killed everything that needed killing. But you know what? He couldn't. Right. God stopped it. But yet sometimes the church took the side they of Hitler. They assisted instead of resisted. Yes, instead of resist. And the Bible said resist. It didn't say assist, assist. the devil. <laughs> right. See what I'm saying? So when you understand that my thoughts are not your it's not that you're trying to say something no one's ever heard. No, what you're saying is, I am going to teach myself to be spirit. Because when God created man, he created him spirit, mm-hmm. housed in a soul and clothed in a body. Right. Think about that. That is the most amazing thing to me. 
and yet sin separated it. But Jesus came and took away the boundary and the barrier of sin. And he did not just cover your sin. The word atonement, is, it, it's, it's not in the Bible. It's in the New Greek Testament. It means to cover. Mm -hmm. But God, Jesus didn't cover your sin. He washed it away. There is no evidence. What's that word that the, uh, the ju judicial system you expunge? Yes. They expunge your record, which means it's no longer there. Right. And see, Jesus expunged mm. our sin. See what I'm saying? Well, I, I take, I, I love reading when Moses, when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. You know, well, that's the law. Well, yes, yeah, the law. But stealing is stealing. Yeah. Say what you want. Now, you know, when you get a ticket, you're asking for grace. Right. Because you broke the law. <laughs> See, can, can, you, can you, give me a, you give me a pass, like yeah. I said? The, but, you know, they meant what they said. If, if, you, if, the, if the speed limit is 55 or 70, do that, not 75. Right. But they also know, and you don't, you don't think that the, uh, the government gives you some grace. They know if you're 70, you're going to do 75. So they don't know. I heard this. I had a policeman tell me. They normally don't give a ticket to, uh, it's almost 10 miles an hour. Over the speed limit. Yeah, they get more money though. But the there's a place. <laughs> I want to make this anomaly. This is a prophecy. There's a place in South Louisiana. You better not go one mile over the speed limit. If the speed limit is 35, and you're doing 36, they pull you over. Where is it, Brother Jesse? Golden Meadow, Louisiana. <laughs> Telling you, everybody down there knows it. When it says 35, <laughs> you better not do 36. You better do 30. Well, you got to respect that because their word means something. Their word means something. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that's bad. It's just, no. and it's the way you got to go in that. You, you, don't, you, don't, you, know, you got kids around, you don't want to hit somebody. They did like that. that for a reason. And I mean, listen to me Golden Meadow, Louisiana. I'm telling you, you drive Some through fine that. Fine people there. Wonderful people. I <laughs> preach that. Blessed of the Lord. But I want to tell you something. They believe the law. How many laws, Kathy, do we have on the books that we're not? Uh, endorsing or, or actually or enforcing. Or enforcing. Yeah. I mean, my God, if we would just enforce the laws we already have, we wouldn't have to make any new ones. True. It's just common sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you understand that the God's thoughts are not your thoughts, but he wants his thoughts to be your thoughts. Because yes. he wants you to communicate life. He wants you to communicate love. He wants you to communicate joy. That's what he wants. And, and, you know, God forgives, but man has a hard time with right, that. Right, right. See, so I made up my mind. Every day I'm teaching my spirit to walk like God, talk like God, be like God. Do I, do I blow it sometimes? Yes. Right. I'm not lying, but that's why I repent of it. Right. You see, there's such a thing as sin. There's such a thing as iniquity. And there's such a thing as trespass. Sin is the, is the bad one. That's called missing the mark. Iniquity and trespass. Right. And I, I know I'm saved by grace, but let me go back. I, I'm repenting so to be ye holy. I'm sanctifying myself. My, my body, if you allow it, your body will sin. Mm -hmm. You have to sanctify it, crucify it. You do it daily, not just Sunday. That's good. That's what I'm talking about today. I want your ideas to be like God's ideas, his thoughts to be your thoughts. Partners, I thank you for helping us speak this God. I'm a man, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to flip-flop back and forth and all that kind of stuff. No, no, I mean what I say and say what I mean. I learned that from the Lord Jesus Christ. I learned that in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Yeah. And I won't throw it away. So partners, thank you for allowing us. You paid for all this, this set here, locked. It's thank all debt-free. The whole place is mm -hmm. debt-free. 
Many of you, I keep telling you, I have the anointing of increase on me. I'm not trying to get something from you. I want this increase to come upon you. You see what I'm saying? I had a man say this the other day. I heard, in fact, you told me that this, a person blessed this ministry, blessed, blessed us with a, a large gift. And, and they said it was that that same week they received 800 and something thousand dollars, yeah. I think it was. The largest, I think, or the oh, second, second largest, largest had, ministry I'd it's, ever it's experienced. It's on us. It, I don't mean that primarily. And they attribute it to their giving. And yes. we recognize the blessing that is on the giver. And that's the promise of God. Jesus oh, said, man. taught so us true. to so partners, if you want to be, if you want to donate, you can do it today. Go to JDM.org and just hit this. That's our website. Hit the donate button again. You can use PayPal. You can text to give or you can mail in your donation. But you've heard me say, look at me. You've heard me say this once or many, many times. If you don't want to, don't. You don't have to, please. But please continue to watch the ministry. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay for it. I'm just saying if God, if, but I won't tell you something. This anointing of increases on us. I learned it from Jesus. Yeah. You know, when you got around Jesus, if you was hungry, he fed you. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, physically, financially, he, he took care of things. Why? Because that anointing was on him. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. So remember this. Let's come up from the human and get up to the divine mm-hmm. and allow God's will. You like that. I can tell I you like that. that. That's it's really a, good. See what I did? I wrote that down. You might trying, have to use that. You might have to use that. Kathy <laughs> preaches my sermons a lot. And that's fine. That's my original thoughts. We must rise from the level of the human to the height of the divine. Yeah. We're all predestined to conform to the image of Christ. Right. And when you understand that, that's God's That's his ultimate plan. You know, God has an ultimate plan for all of us, and a lot of us don't realize it. And and until you find out what's available, you'll never be able to achieve it. Amen. Just like you want to teach your children uh, the, the ways of the Lord so that they can grow up in God. You know how I want to believe, like the mother of Jesus, Mary, 15-year-old virgin girl. You don't think this? Now, watch this. Never has known a man, never has had sexual relations. Angel of God shows up and says, you're going to have a baby. That's a high thought. That's, a, that's as high as it gets. She says, because she's not stupid, uh-huh. how can this be since I know not a man? Right. Right there, her humanity was starting to come up to the level of the divine. Right. And he said, you, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you and you shall conceive. All right. Mm-hmm. She says this, let it be even as thou hast said. Right. Whew. Now that's a thought of God. She captured a thought she really didn't understand. Mm-hmm. No. Because she knew it to be right and in you know, how, you, how do you How do you do that? I don't know. But she did. And guess what? Jesus was, was born into the earth. Mm-hmm. So he could die for us. He was born to die. But he was also born to be raised. Mm -hmm. He didn't just stop at the death. Or the burial. Or the resurrection. Or the ascension. He's coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Oh, there was a whole generation saw him go up. There's a generation going to see him come down. Mm. That's what it's all about. You got anything else to say? I do want to read a few testimonies, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, This is uh, from past chats. You commented. Thank you for sending those. Hope you're commenting today. Uh, Diana says, good afternoon from Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, Mm, Canada. Mm -hmm. Andrea, watching from Rome, Italy. Maria says, hi from Switzerland. I love you both. We love you too. Uh, Colade, Colade says. Switzerland, she said? Switzerland. I'm going to Switzerland next year. We'll let you know. Just be watching the, the yeah. promos. Uh, it says, this collates is watching from Lagos, Nigeria. Brandon says, I followed you for the last three years 
And many things with my thinking made me totally changed person physically, emotionally, and financially. Praise the Lord. Brandon and Mindy says we will be at the Visionary Conference this July. Oh, yeah, it's We coming. would love to meet and have a moment with Jesse. That'd be nice. <laughs> What We're else? excited about that conference. Okay, uh, Kathy says, well, just to share, I found both of you two weeks ago, and, and I listen all day at, and over and over. I have learned so much. I'm trusting and claiming my healing and Amen. my children to be released from the addiction of drugs. You know, everywhere we go, we meet people that are watching or just Constantly. have been exposed through social media. And, and partners have make been, that happen. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this other one says, uh, Roland, Rolanda, I think, Rolanda, my God, my God. I was supposed to hear this message today. My family and I received an eviction notice last week, and I've been praying for a miracle. And listening to you, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy, is a blessing. So thank you. Praise the Lord. So the words that we put, the Lord leads us to speak are targeted like well-fastened nails that help people to find their way. It's so good. This last one says from Jamie says, Thank you, Jesse Duplantis Ministries, for reaching out on Facebook and speaking your life-giving words to me. I need this so much today and with, and with so much hate and confusion in people all around. Yeah. It is like this world has flipped and is backwards. Things that are good is said to be bad, and what is bad is said to be good. The youth is being brainwashed to believe backward, this backward worldview. If I did not have the word hidden in my heart, I would be in depression. But because of the word of God, Praise I have God. peace and faith that Jesus is coming back. Thank you for the live chats and words of faith on Facebook that reached the lost. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to retract my statements. No, it's the truth. Because it's the truth. It's the Bible. Even though persecution comes for the word's sake. Right. You see, so I'm telling you, I'm not a flip-flopper. No. No, I don't do those things. And when I tell you, flip-flops. Well, let me just say that. When I tell you (laughs) I heard from the Lord, I heard from the Lord. Oh, I know that. And I know, and there's some things I've heard from the Lord I didn't want to say. Yeah, but what's that phrase we, that's in the scriptures? We swear to your own hurt. You swear to your own hurt, yeah. In other words, you say something and you shouldn't have said it, you still do it. Right. You swear to your own hurt. Right. Just that simple. And God has been so good. Thank you once again, partners, for helping us do these things. And to all you people that are watching, I hope you're learning something every time we do it. And I want to say something. When you, when you speak your word, keep it. Keep it. No matter what, keep it. Because your word is who you are. And I mean, and remember this, his ways can become your ways and his thoughts can become your thoughts. And I'll say one more thing and then we'll close. When I get an evil thought, oh, you get an evil thought? Sure, I'm just like you are. You know what I say? I say it out loud. That's not my thoughts. My thoughts are lovely, Lovely, just, just kind. I mean, virtuous. I think on these these things. things. This is the thing. In other words, if if I'm going to think, this is what I'm going to think on. Until next time, Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. I hope you learned something today. Remember, get past the, the level of human and come on up to the vine. That's your destiny. That's it. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.